Welcome back to the State of the Strong, a bull brand podcast. My name is Lerai and of course I am not alone. As usual, I am with my co-pilot, my co-captain, my other, the, the A to my B. The, okay, I can't, I can't, I can't do the, the race. It's, it's fine. That's fair enough. You right? Sibu Handsome Banza. If you didn't know, that's my middle name. It's... <laughs> Handsome. I'm saying that because we have an even more handsome person in the studio. Oh today. wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've accepted it. It's fine. I was, he, he just he just went right into that. No, yeah. it's, fine. it's fine. Take my spotlights. No, no, no. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> our, both our spotlights are about to be taken soon. <laughs> that is so true. Joining us today, we have. I'm actually really excited for this conversation mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's. I'm. I'm looking forward to learning a lot more. Which is, you know, that's why you come to the state of the strong. Yeah. We have got. First of all, he's a model. Mm. Second of all, he is a super cool dad mm-hmm. which i want to dive into that i'm sure everybody asks yeah. you about the mm-hmm. the dad situation amongst many many other things which yeah. we are going to unpack right. on the show today we have got none other than mr simba gozo how are you doing sir i'm good in yourself right? i'm great thank you so yeah. before we go it's into okay i'm here too yeah, yeah I, just, I just thought so, i appreciate you my man i mean i'm like she just left you yeah, there I man i was like ah. <laughs> i appreciate I like, you yo the love up in here it's hmm. fine you can <laughs> see there's a, there's a bit of the tension Why can we come to no, I was just, just correcting a yeah. few things, but yeah, let me let me let you do your thing. Sorry, I like him. <laughs> you I like him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I can't say that because it's at me now. Yeah, it's exactly okay. I I like I said, I actually am looking forward to talking to you. But okay. before we do that, we're going to play a game. Right. right. Are you okay with that? I love games. Yeah, you have to be okay with it. So, this is called 60 Seconds of Strong. I have got in front of me a jar with pieces of paper, mm. right? And on each piece of paper is a sentence slash question, which you basically need to either finish the thought or answer it. Super simple. You yeah. only have 60 seconds to answer as many as finish you can. Or answer. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, you'll know what to do as soon as they're in front of you. Guys, don't assume, eh? If there's one person I trust is you. If there's one person I trust is you. So, Sibu is going to time for me because Uh that's what he's good at. (laughs) (laughs) See, we're fighting. And I'm going to hand him to you. Are you ready? Happiness, I'm ready. Ready? Three, two, one, go. You can take them. Social media is a curse and a blessing. Uh Uh-huh. Instagram is fake. If I were president for a day, oh my gosh, uh, I'd have a, a day for ladies, or, or actually three days, uh, menstrual cycle day. Oh. Or days. Uh-huh. It's not one day. Uh, if I were an animal, I'd be a lion, of course, Simba. Mm. It's an easy one. Uh, the type of parent I would be is, okay, I'm already a parent. So I'm the coolest dad ever. I don't care what those kids say. I'm the coolest father. 30 seconds. Uh, the reality show I would be on is <laughs> the Simba Goza show. <laughs> I'm putting it out there. Uh, if I won the lottery today, I would, first of all, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> That's where I, I would be. Uh, I believe that the African government is, ooh, man, this is touchy. I'm, I'm trying to stay alive uh-huh. until I'm like 60. At least. But yeah, look, they need some work. You know, they're trying, but it's not good enough. Last one. This is the last one. 
Uh, when I was a kid, I dreamed of uh, I dreamed of being a truck driver for some odd reason. I love trucks. Let's unpack that. Okay, let's count how many, and then I really want to unpack all that. of them. See, what do you think it's going to be? I think you got like a seven or eight. Ha, huh. three, fine, <laughs> five, six. Oh, I was off. Nine. That's good. That's good. The right doesn't look impressed. <laughs> there was about twenty. Jeez, was I slow? Um, you know what? You were. He was passionate. You were about passionate, and you were in depth. Mm. Okay. And I think let's do it again. Cut the camera. Okay, that's fine. I'll, I'll take. I'll take the nine out of twenty. Damn, Fair that enough. is not a pass. Okay, but... now you, you're gonna have to prove yourself to be a cool dad now. Yeah. <laughs> do you, are you the type of dad who tells dad jokes? No, mm. I'm the type of dad that understands. Like I'm, I'm still a kid myself. Ah, I hear so, you. So, so I, I relate to everything they're into. Mm-hmm. So that's why they like me. Like yeah. I get actually sometimes I hate it because they want to play with me. Like sure. I'm one of their friends. Yeah. And that time I just want to watch TV or get drunk, <laughs> and then it's a little kid. And then, oh, so what do you think about uh, about Superman? Do you think he, he can beat Batman? <laughs> I'm like man, how old are they? Oh, look, so we go from uh, one is turning seven, uh-huh. one is turning ten, mm. one just turned twelve. Wow, man. Okay, so Simba, you mentioned that you wanted to be a truck driver. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid. Nah, let's take it so back. So how did, how did it go from that to modeling, amongst many other things? Yes, uh, I'm also an actor, also TV presenter, Thank also you. entrepreneur, also project Thank management. You. Thank project you. Manage, manager. Manager. Yeah. Oh, PM. Yes. 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 How did it go to that? So the whole thing, how I ended up modeling was a very, very interesting story. You so see, this is the story. One day, I was in the gym uh-huh. trying to get buff and sexy for the ladies, <laughs> trying to get the guns. Trying to get swole. Trying to get swole. Oh, we, we can't be speaking like that, man. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, this is long ago. Okay. I can't change who I was back then. Exactly. You understand? That's, that's, the, that's the truth. You're trying to get jacked, I was getting, bro. like, you know, you know. Yeah. So, I'm gymming and then this one dude comes up to me, you mm. know, and he taps me on the, and he goes, oh, man, you got a nice body. Oh, no. And I'm like, ah, chief. <laughs> Thanks, man. Like, but uh, yeah, you can move. No, yeah. like your body's real life. I'm like, okay, okay. This guy's like really serious now. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. What do you want to talk about? No, you know you really got a nice body. I think you should be a model. I'm like, oh, that should have been your approach. Not uh-huh. you got a nice body. Because yeah. yeah. I was ready. My defenses were up. I was like, ah, listen, man. I get this a lot. I'm yeah. tired of fending <laughs> off men and women. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. I mean, I'm just like. Can I just get my set in, yeah. you know, without someone hitting on me? Come on, come on, man. Give me a chance. Yeah. So then the man gives me the digits for the agency he uses. Mm-hmm. And I called them and that's that, that's how it ended up. And then for some reason, people thought I was really good looking. Mm. Listen, I didn't believe it because my mother told me. My mom, you know, mom's like, you're so good looking. I was like, you know, mothers are they like. That's why, that's why there's a lot of wooden mic people at idols. Yeah. Those are all the mother's children. You're calling Antanam, out the wrong you can people sing. right now. You're calling out the wrong Ooh. people. I'm just saying, listen, yeah. guys, mothers will love you no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so that's why I didn't believe it. And, you know, obviously, you know, some, you know, I wasn't that into, you know, myself believing I was that good looking. Sure, sure, sure. But yeah, that's the short, so, short so long story. From what I understand, um, you know, I, I think a lot of people take it lightly, but modeling is a very difficult job. It can be oh. a very tough job. How was, how was your introduction into it? Was it like seamless or. Uh, did you find struggles within the community? Uh, listen, I think I went in there open-minded, mm-hmm. but also had a lot of room for disappointment, disappointment sure. as well as, you know, progress. But I think because I started it when I was older, so I had a job, I was an IT project manager, you know, living my life, doing whatever, just 
this was like a side thing. Sure. But, you know? So when I got in the industry, I think being in corporate helped me a lot. Sure. Because, oh my goodness, do they not care about anybody's feelings in that industry? Yeah. I've seen girls cry. Mm-hmm. I've seen men cry. Yeah. You know, this is one thing when you do like, a, for example, you do Mercedes-Benz, or I don't, I don't know, can I say that? Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week, for example. Sure. And they've said, see, well, this is your outfit. You've called all your family to come watch you walk the ramp. Sure. You know, cameras are there. It's an yeah. international event. Party, man. How? Two minutes before you must get on the ramp. Now, see, you know what? I don't think that outfit looks good on you. Take it off. Give it to Simba. There's oh. Simba now gets two outfits. Oh. You oh. get zero. Oh. You know that's it. You're not Can walking. You back, say, makeup done. That, no, you're not walking. That's it. Mm. Go, so it's it's that it's that thing of it's, there's uncertainty in it. Sure. I wouldn't say someone should do it as a full time job. Yeah. Not in this economy. Mm-hmm. Overseas, yes, that can work. I've mm-hmm. got a couple of friends that have gone to Prague, uh, sure. uh, United States. Yeah. It does work because they pay different. <laughs> yeah. The pay here is, mm, nah, guys, keep your day jobs. Do it on the side. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're not buying a house being can, a full-time model. Can I then add another variable into the mix? Yeah. Um, having albinism, mm-hmm. uh, people like uh, there's uh, Sanele Kaba, there's yes. uh, Tando Hopper, yes. uh, who are very successful um, yes. models. Just like you are. How then does that change the mix when you go into it? What do you see um, is different in the way um, maybe you guys are treated compared to other models? I wouldn't say there's a big difference. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I would say, you know, I've worked with people who have been able to treat everyone equally. Sure. But just talking about those two mm-hmm. individuals, uh, Sanele and Tando, who I know, uh, I know, sure. Tando's, I would consider her friend, Sanele, acquaintance who've worked with him before. Uh, I'm proud of those those two individuals because they stand strong, you know, and they don't budge on the narrative that albinism is just that. It's sure. not some mythical. Yeah. Look, look, guys, guys, if my finger could, you know, help me win the lotto, guys, you think I have 10 fingers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we've yeah. got to forget that narrative of, you know, the whole Muti thing. I'm not going to get too in, yeah, in, yeah. into that. But I, I believe they, they, they've paved the way for other kids with albinism to walk they've, yeah. they've they've paved the road a very beautiful road yeah. with what they stand for and what work they continue to do yeah so i i think the more the merrier yeah. i've never been one to shy away from competition there's been a lot of times when i got a casting call for uh you know for i would say certain product looking for people's albinism mm-hmm. i've shared that casting sure with all the guys i know i'm like guys let's all go may the best man win i mean there's no point in me keeping that that casting call a secret mm. and I'm not the guy they're looking for. Yeah. What's the point? Eat. Yeah. So I'd rather let okay, let my circle, the people I know, hey guys, listen, um, there's this opportunity. Let's all get it. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that should just be in life in general. If, sure. if you know there's opportunity, what regardless of what it is, just let's all help each other because you may not be the person for that job. Your your job is coming later. That might not be your time to shine now. Like other people can pop at 18 and you're going to pop at 50. Sure. And you should be okay with that. Yeah. But where well, are we not? But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know what I think he is? He, mm. He's like, he's like Clark Kent mm-hmm. and Superman. Mm-hmm. So like, like Clark Kent, your but everyday, like you said, stick to your day job, yeah. you know, project manager, dealing with clients, mm. all of that. Yeah. And then probably wearing a long shirt, hiding the tattoos. Oh no, I don't. Uh, I used to, not uh-huh. anymore. I, I rock <laughs> this thing. I, I love that. Uh, I love that. Yeah. You know, all of it's 2022. That. It is. Come on. We can and work then, with our arms. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Oh. 
Yeah, he's also got one. He's just putting it out there. <laughs> yeah. Do it again. That's do it why, again. Yes, Hi guys. Cameras. Do the cameras notice? I'm waving my arms. Yeah. And then you've got your Superman alter ego, which is the you know the glasses on, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. which is your modeling. But also, I think another thing is this sort of social, this activism that has actually followed you, right? Yeah. Which I don't know if it's something that you said. You know what? This is what I want to do, but it just. It has followed you for good reason as well. You are representing a community of people who are like I like, you know, we don't want to dive too much into it, obviously, have been sort of how do I even put this? Just marginalized. Who's marginalized yeah, yeah. and just picked on honestly, uh made to believe they can't do oh, exactly. all of yeah. that, especially within the context of being African and yeah. South, South African, African as yeah. like exactly. you said, lots of fingers, all of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How does it feel being able to be a voice for so many people that are living with albinism? Because that's the correct way of saying it, right? Yeah, it's a great def- <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Yes, I'm not, right. I'm not an albino, guys. I yeah. cannot I cannot be in a, a condition. I yeah. cannot be cancer. Okay, mm. albinism is not a disease, by the way. It's a condition. Sure. Uh, but it feels amazing. Uh, I believe I speak for all. And I, I, I speak for you. I speak for the blind. I, 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 I speak for you know people that don't have limbs. Mm-hmm. I, I speak for people that have limbs. I speak for everyone because at the end of the day, we all have a challenge. There's something you can do. That I can't do something I can do, you can't do. Mm. We're all in just one big box. And this analogy, I love using it. I've been using it for years. Mm. I trademarked this thing. We got a box of chocolate coated candy. Mm-hmm. I won't say the name because they ain't paid me yet. <laughs> so all this chocolate coated candy is different colors. Sure. Mm-hmm. But they're all chocolate in there, right? But doesn't matter which one you pick up in that box and eat, they all taste the same, regardless of the color. Yeah. Some of them are even melted together and they look deformed, but they're not. That is their form. Mm. Mm. Bite it, tastes the same. That's what we are. We're just humans. We're all in this bowl. It's yeah. like a stew. You the mm. carrot, I'm the beef. Sure. You know, you he the had onion. to be the beef. Why did he make you the carrots? <laughs> you know, it's fine. I'm hated by my co-host. Our guest also no. doesn't love carrots. I'm joking. I'm joking. I love you. I call it an true. onion. I mean, you did. If you really want to get yeah, into yeah. it. You know? Okay. Okay. But I'm just yeah. saying, look, it feels amazing. There was a show I... I presented on one of the TV channels and it was about putting a spotlight on all persons with disabilities. And the whole spotlight was on them living their daily lives, showcasing what they do with their challenge. Sure. And some were asking for assistance, but in general, they had a certain skill or a talent Mm. that they had that most people didn't have. I mean, I interviewed a blind DJ. I interviewed a deaf DJ. Mm -hmm. Two... Two, two challenges which you would say don't go with DJ. Yeah. And it just, okay. And it works. And it works. And they're both pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. But it, it's one of those things where I think society will be getting there, but it's a long road. Sure. Uh, I think all of this starts at home. What do you teach your children? How do you treat people that look different or come from different backgrounds or speak different or, or eat different foods? Yeah. If you don't teach your children that you, what you do doesn't mean that's, that's it. Yeah. People that do things differently and it's okay. Learn to teach your children that this world it's it's literally a stew. Yeah. It's a big yeah. stew. Oof. I love that. So if I'm if if I'm not mistaken, you've said in an interview before that when you were growing up, I and that's why whenever when I heard that, you know, like 
albinism is seen as a disability. I was like, oh, wow, I didn't actually expect yes. that. I didn't consider it to be a disability. Yes. And I think sort of what you said resonated with that in the sense that when you were a kid growing up, your mother just said, oh, no, you just need a little bit more sunblock and you have to wear oh, yeah. a hat and you have to wear long, long sleeves, sleeves going out. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about how do you feel about albinism being a disability and would you relate to that and how was it for you growing up with it as a child okay start from the top Mm. with it being a disability i per se don't feel it's a disability for me sure Mm. but for my fellow brothers and sisters who have albinism they have certain challenges i don't have that classify them as disabled so some of them their eyesight is really terrible they Mm. close to uh not seeing at all you know they see just figures that's a disability Mm. you can't see you need assistance I don't have that challenge, but I personally don't like the word disabled Disabled. myself because of the meaning and the power behind it. If I disable one of those buttons right there on your mixer, Mm. what happens to that function or that channel? What happens to his mic? It switches off. It switches off. Mm. So what are we telling people? Disabled cannot do. So I, I like to use the word challenged sure. because it's a challenge. Once you switch off his mic, that's it. His audio is not coming through. There's no ways he can... Scream into his mic unless yeah. he jumps and sits on your lap and uses yeah. yours. But there, see, that was a challenge that he figured out. Yeah. Therefore, it's a challenge. Mm. Yeah. And growing up with it, oh my gosh, it was tough. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Man, I was bullied. Eh? Oh. And then you became the bully. Oh, I became the bully. You know, because my dad and his size, I, I inherited that. Yeah. I just used that. I've always been this tall. <laughs> and this handsome. I just didn't know it. I knew it was coming. I didn't know it. Minutes, fair enough. So I just put myself in positions where it said, I'm not going to get bullied. I'd rather bully before someone bullies me. It's not that I wanted to hit the other kid or put him in, but I was just thinking, I'll hurt you before you hurt me. Sure. I'll, I'll use fear and just intimidation to make sure you don't say anything to my face. Sure. You may say behind my face, behind my back, but no one said I used to beat down. Mm. I, I can still do it but I don't want to you know I don't condone violence yeah, yeah. Uh, and this is just a, this is a, I was just a product of society sure. in terms of yeah. being bullied that's what bullying does it yeah. either creates another monster or it creates someone who doesn't love himself and is not so I'm not proud of what I did but that's what I went through. Yeah. How do you think your life would have turned out had you not been able to stand up for yourself the way that you mm. are because of your size and all of that? Look I, I, I think I, I would have been that short guy I was still beating up tall guys. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. It's something that was instilled in me by my mother. Mm-hmm. That uh, to always stand tall, always be proud of who you are. Don't allow anyone to push you. Don't allow anyone to put you in a corner or tell you otherwise. Yeah. Just believe you're handsome, strong, and intelligent. No one else can take that away from you. So I think I would have just been a smaller guy. But probably have to fight harder, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or probably They'll probably say I've got short man syndrome. You know, here's a little short, angry guy, but... <laughs> Okay, sorry yeah. for all the short people. <laughs> no, it's fine. We're right here, but it's... See, you don't look okay. short when you're sitting on that I am, chair. You know, I'm going to take so Simba tall. everywhere from now on. <laughs> uh, you're talking about your mother. Would you say that she's your biggest inspiration uh, growing up? Helped you become the guy that you are? Or is there anyone else? I would say she's... She, I would say inspiration. I would say biggest support. Gotcha. Uh, she didn't treat me any different from my, my other siblings. I'm the last born out of four children. Mm. Uh, I never knew I had albinism until I went outside. Yeah. And society taught me as a kid, figuring out, I got the same hidings, I got the same, yeah. there's nothing special. You know, I I believe, yes, I've got a lot to owe her as well as my father as well. Yeah. My father was more of a silent but impactful type. You know, obviously as b- baby boys, you run to our mamas, yeah. you know. Mm. 
your dad be like, be a man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah, he was always there for me. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I would say I owe it to both of them. Do you find that your, well, let me ask it this way. Um, does your parenting style differ from that of your parents? Because as you mentioned, and it's not yeah. just, and it's not just your dad, you know, with yeah, saying be a say. man. All our dads did the same thing. Yeah. You know, we're in South Africa. Mm. All our dads is yeah. shaky. Half of our dads. Yeah. Dads. yeah. Um, would you say that your parenting style was, is similar to that or completely different? No. Mm. So my dad would say be a man, but he was very supportive. Always there. He read us, he read me bedtime stories. Mm. He'd tell, he'd make up stories, you know, he would play games while he's watching soccer. I'd be pushing his feet, you know, because that's how we'd watch soccer together. You know, I was, I was his beer boy. Every time he called me, I knew. I didn't have to ask what. Yeah. Or get a beer from the fridge and give him, you know. Yeah. But that was our relationship. And it, it it was nice. I could tell him things, you know. Yeah. He would tell me, do it like this. He taught me a lot of things. How to change a tire, how to fix a TV. Those, a lot of things I did with him that I try to do with my kids. But nowadays, these kids don't care about fixing nothing. Tires and all of that. Oh, my, the Wi-Fi is not working. The Wi-Fi is not... How yeah. am I supposed to operate as a human being in society if the Wi-Fi isn't working? It's oh, a genuine it's a art. big thing. <laughs> and like, they don't understand, like, to have uncapped fiber. That's yeah. a big thing. Yeah. I'm like, man. You used to dial up, eh? You were dialing up. Let like me tell kid. you a story, man. <laughs> <laughs> About my son. Yeah. <laughs> so he went over to, to, to the granny mm -hmm. and the granny uh, doesn't have Wi-Fi, right? Mm -hmm. So we loaded data for him. Mm -hmm. And... We loaded like I think a gig just so he could WhatsApp sure. if he wanted to, ah. to give us more more time when he could go get Google Parenting when we locked the phones. Sure. Like it's enough phone, go play outside, get out the house. So sorry. So what happened was he keeps saying he's got four gigs of data. I'm like, no, we didn't buy no four yeah. gig. Uh -huh. He's like, no, I've got four gig. I've got four gig. So it turned out he was reading the four G symbol oh, in the shame. <laughs> because he doesn't know about he only data. Knows LTE. If Oh, he only knows Wi-Fi. That's yeah. it. Wherever he goes, there's Wi-Fi. Yeah. Except that one granny's house. Sure, sure. You know, so he's... Oh, Let man. me tell you, that gig finished in one day. Let no, it was gone. It was oh, out. I think 30 minutes. He went on YouTube. He started watching everything in 4K. Yeah. I <laughs> love that. He's probably watching State of the Strong. I love that. Yeah. Um, so here at State of the Strong, we like putting an emphasis on, on South Africans. Um, and I think I can tell from just the way you're speaking that you're somebody that's passionate about this country. Um, what do you think makes South Africans, Omzansi just in general, different from, from other countries? They take pain and make it into, turn it into humor. Yep. Any painful experience that happens in this country somehow turns into a meme <laughs> or, a, or a trend. Yeah. Uh, South Africans, look, there's a lot of pain. Sure. There's a lot of undealt traumas. Yeah. But humor is their biggest power. Yeah. And I think it's also the biggest weakness because you don't deal with the actual issues because yeah. we keep laughing and yeah. we're masking the actual problem. So it's, it's, a, it's a pro and a con. Yeah. But I think South Africans are really good at uh, doing that. Yeah. Uh, but you know what, guys? We need to stick to our... If we're going to ban something and we say we, we're canceling something, yeah. we need to stick to it. Because this yeah. one week cancel thing and then... You got to be specific. Yeah. Who are you calling out? <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm just, who, who are you? Look, look, who I'm, you I'm trying out? to go home and sleep without mm. people bothering me. Without people like so prasim <laughs> by All I'm saying is we, yeah. we've 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 got to be more consistent. Sure. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing, you know, obviously we we're dealing with the big problem here. We know femicide. Sure. What's happening yeah. to yeah. to uh, and now? Okay, I won't. I just call it GBV because it's happening to men and women. Yeah. Emotional, physical abuse that's happening now is crazy. Yeah. Uh, I think. 
as men, especially as men, I'll speak to you. If you see me doing wrong, mm. you need to be able, no matter how long we've had our relationship, no matter how close we are, no matter what dirt I have on you, mm. you should be able to take this bottle, hit me in the head and say, we don't do that. Mm. Stop hitting her. Mm. Pull me aside. Take me to the police station. Mm. Have me arrested. Mm. Take me that far. It shouldn't be, ah, boy, Antoine, ah, nah. yeah. No, it, it should be proper, proper. Consequences. <sighs> like, a lot of guys are getting away with it because their friends aren't saying anything. Mm. And a lot of people are stuck in situations like that because they're scared. Because yeah. they know that if their friends aren't protecting them, when they leave, who's going to protect them? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things we need to fix. But I mean, one thing at a time. Yeah. Uh, let's start off with load shedding. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Okay, set, setting aside the bad things of about South Africa, you know, what do you think makes our country unique in the sense that, you know what, there's nothing that slaps. You know, like, sort of like when you bite into a good god. Or next door, you're saying, I'm a Yeah. yes. You know, just that good thing that just brings nostalgia. You've answered it. But I want to hear you. Sorry, I just. Maybe. Maybe. I was like, Kota, where? I was like, not around here, I know. But where we driving? Yeah. But what I'm saying is food, South African food, guys, the flavor of our meat. Uh, there is a certain taste. I've had people come from Germany and say they've never had meat that tastes this tasteful. Yeah. Like, and the people, the hospitality. Yeah. And I'm talking about, yeah, them, them super cans on the table. <laughs> Yeah. Yo, if you can just do a close up, especially, especially for the student life, guys, I'm going through it right now. Yeah. Guys, guys, let me tell you something about this bull brand. You know, we spoke about it earlier off, off camera, oh, and Liraya was Liraya was talking about how she makes her bull brand, uh-huh. and I was listening to her, and I was like, damn. You know, you live in the life. I, I remember the days, you know, it was that bad. Like you just took that can, ripped it open, took a fork, ate some bread on the side. That was it. She's talking about, you know, sautéing it. Yeah. She had... <laughs> she had different pans. She had different <laughs> pans. Different she, she had uh, garlic, yeah. or onions, uh, green eggs, uh, blue eggs, yellow eggs. Guys, it sounded like a gourmet He's meal so out of dramatic. a pasta. It did sound like that, though. Let's be honest. You know, I just, I'm glad that we, like, we're going into this <laughs> yeah. because don't you think, like, we've never actually spoken about eating bull brand yeah. on the yeah. podcast and this is the first time yeah. that we're actually speaking of it. Like, we only speak about it <laughs> off screen. Yeah, yeah. Look, guys, this this thing has got so many meals. If you guys ever try, like, just chopping little cubes, mm-hmm. right? Okay. <laughs> this is a cooking show. I love South African. <laughs> Listen, that's the thing with South African food, yeah. man. You yeah. can go on and on, on and on and on and on. Listen, uh, Simba, you've been doing a lot of things in your life. Like you said, it's it's model, it's modeling, it's project management, it's this and that. Uh, acting, acting. Uh, yo, man, I'm exactly. on TV, bro. You know, yo, I'm on and TV. Soon, you know, yo, soon to be a reality TV. TV star with the Simba Goza right? show. Thank yeah. you very yeah. much. Yeah, 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 put it out what, there. <laughs> what sort of attributes? What strengths do you think uh, somebody who's trying to get into? some of the businesses that let's just say they're entertainment let's just say modeling let's say acting what sort of attributes do you feel or strengths will help you in that self-discipline got you uh most most important because you got to work on your craft daily no one look guys you can be born with with talent but you ain't got skill sure uh that's that's where skill trumps talent any day Uh, you can have talent but i can work on that skill and beat you second thing uh i would say is you need to be confident and believe in yourself don't be someone that needs people to uh, validate you. Mm-hmm. Don't be 
Don't be waiting for someone to tell you you look good. Don't be waiting for someone to say, oh, wow, wow, Leroy, wow, that was a great show. Tell yourself, I did a sure. good show. Be able to also criticize yourself. Watch that show and say, ah, I messed up here. I did this. Or I didn't I didn't prepare well. Guys, look in the mirror. Tell yourself you look good and walk out of the house. Yeah. If someone tells you you look good, say thank you. Mm. Guys, thank you. guys, learn to receive compliments yeah. without giving them back. You know when you tell people you look good, what do they usually say? Oh, you you too. I like you. No. Yeah, yeah me, I don't look yeah. good. Thank you. And yeah. walk off. Yeah. I mean, if they're not looking good, they're not looking good. Yeah. You're not being rude. <laughs> You ain't been rude. Fact My mama that. taught me if you don't have anything nice to say, don't, don't say, say it. That's it. why you just say thank you and walk off. Yeah, yeah. You, you're not saying, hey, sh- ah, but try. hey, man, you could have tried. Hey, now you're looking them up and down. Now, like, now you're looking for something. <laughs> you look at the shoes. Yeah, man, like, hey. I get cover. Uh, yeah. It's nice, man. And, Maybe that that day yeah. was having that guy was having a bad day, and he just quickly rushed out the house, and he he was kind enough to pay you a compliment. One yeah. day you pay him a compliment, mm. but just just be able to say, you know, thank you. Yeah, you know, and walk off. And but guys, also just block out noise, guys. Sure, because a lot of people are gonna ask you and say to you and say, but do you really think this is for you? Yeah, put yeah. doubt in you, man. And people who do that just always say thank you for sharing. Mm. Don't don't respond. Don't don't get in an argument with someone like that. Don't guys protect your peace, protect your energy. Mm. Take the energy, go for a jog, do something, read a book, do something for you. Yeah. Don't be fighting with people who, who don't see your purpose or what your dream is. Look, guys, not everyone's going to see what you want to yeah. do. Guys, sometimes it's not for you as well, mm. but that's your journey. Yeah. I don't think being a truck driver was for you, just. Hey, look, man, I want to be a truck owner, though. See, I was onto something. <laughs> you were. Close enough. Yeah, Close man, enough. I, I, that's the next step, man, getting some trucks. But yeah, I'll probably have to drive them, too. So yes, It's fine. I'll come yeah. drive your trucks. Yeah, I'll yeah. be your first. I'll drive I'll it myself. Guys, nothing, nothing like hard work. Huh? Listen, so it's, you, you sound like somebody who's... Um, very self-aware somebody who's introspective uh, like you said you know you ask yourself have i done well today uh, what can i do better what's a lesson that you think you've le- you might have learned very early on that you've carried on to this day something you might even tell uh, your kids growing up biggest lesson mm. i learned that i had to unlearn for you because something they teach you mm. in schools but no one tells you okay. it doesn't come as a lesson but it's because it's an experience sure do not be afraid of failure okay Love failure. Yeah. Love it. Be mm. like, don't be afraid to fail because if you're afraid to fail, you're not going to do anything. Got you. Same thing. And this is taught to, as I said, something that was taught mm. and instilled in us. Remember when you were a kid and you failed an exam? Would you run home and tell your mom, I failed? <laughs> what What was failure? Hide that thing. <sighs> yeah. Because you're, you're shouted at, you're, you're given beatings. You were at school, you were sh- they, they shamed you, you know, and that's not how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Failure is just something. It's a lesson. It's always a lesson. And you know what not to do next time. Yeah, That's it. Yeah. You look at your face and say, okay, I, I messed up here. Next time, I'm not doing that. That's it. That's one thing I think that's helped me a lot. A lot of things, you know, I failed a lot. Oh, God. You know, I, I talk about I my successes, to, but... That's what I want to ask oh, you. Oh, man, I got a lot of, I got there, a lot of, I lot of you money. Can share it us with us that you like, I, I wish I had done that slightly different. Maybe it doesn't have to be money <laughs> Look, or he's, whatever. He's, he's actually he, thinking of I it in his he's going head. through the oh. list of oh, the Simba Owls. Oh, oh, money. Money. Oh, fair, fair. That It's South Africa. It's South Africa. No problem with money is right. Because it's that, it's that it's that one failure where I think it's so hard to get over. Sure, it's like it's like that it's like that ex that broke your heart and you were so in love with her or him, and yeah. you know you were full in and then you just found out they were never there. They were cheating on you. That's how it feels to lose money because you're like I had you, baby. Yeah, <laughs> I had you, but I let you go because I was stupid. I didn't do my homework. Yeah, I didn't do my due diligence. Mm-hmm. And you know, yo guys, yo, guys, yeah. be careful of scammers, man. Yo, I've been scammed too. Is it? Yo.
Yeah, because we hey, we trying to get money. Okay, That's I see. You're a that... person who tends to trust people and trust you, the I, good in them. I used to. Now so, I'm, I'm I'm so cautious of people. Yeah. Bro, I want your ID. You know, I want to run it through the, the home affairs department. <laughs> I want to make sure that you that's Send really it you. To the FBI also everything. just to make sure. Yeah, I know. Because hey, guys, we're living in a time where people are taking chances, and yeah. we are, we yeah. are the jackpot. We are someone's lotto. We are yeah. someone's next payday. Yeah, and that's not right. But yeah, ah, guys, yeah, failure, guys. Just learn to love it. Mm. Don't be afraid of it. Go out there, try new things. Uh, don't do drugs. That's not a new thing to try. Uh, <laughs> but keep it clean. I always say, if if you're happy and you're not hurting anyone, you're not killing anyone, do it. Sure. Okay, so you've given us what lesson you've learned that you had to unlearn. Mm-hmm. What lesson would you want this next generation and generations of children to come to mm-hmm. learn in sort of, I, I don't know, whether it's treating people or a life skill, Ooh. what do you want the next Look, people? I, I kind of see it happening already with my kids mm. and their friends that uh, that come from, I would say, okay homes. Sure. Right? And I'm, when I say okay home, I don't mean financially. I mean, okay homes meaning there's good values being instilled yeah. in the children, yeah. good lessons. They don't see in color. Mm. They, they don't see it. Mm. It's, I like you. That's it. You're cool. You like the same thing I like. Let's play. I've, I don't hear them say black, white, uh, Indian, colored. They just together and they're doing things together and they come call each other and come, let's go play and they love each other. Yeah. That's something, okay, my generation, you know, yeah, I don't know how old y'all think what I am. What is, yeah, <laughs> see, but let's talk about it. You know, when, you know when they say black don't crack? Yeah. <laughs> you know when they say it doesn't crack? Should we play the guessing game quickly before we call it a day? Yeah. Um, no, I don't want I'm to not, do that. I'll, I'll play the guessing game. <laughs> well, what's the guessing game? You uh, guess my age. age guessing okay, game. go for um, it. I, I gave it away. That. Did you? I would oh, say, I would but say, your oldest child is like seven, right? No, twelve. Twelve. Hey man, but, but I could have been early. So hey, I, I could have been playing around in high school. So you know I what I'm saying? Say you're not a day over thirty-five. I would say 30, 32. Mm, thank you. I like that's a compliment. You late thirties? He's late thirties. Yeah, I'm thirty-six this year. Wow. Oh, that's not late thirties. Oh, it I'm, is. I'm getting yeah, there. I'm like over. Yeah. I said I didn't want to play this game. Fair man. enough. <laughs> I mean, we didn't do too bad. Yeah. We didn't do too bad. Yeah, but. He actually really touched on something like back to what we, what we were actually sure, talking sure, about. Sure, sure, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> you touched on something very important that I resonate with as well in the sense that child, actually I think that all children don't see in color. Mm. It's only until they are yes. taught to see in color. Like I was born free, mm. right? And I remember being in preschool. Yes, I came from at the time I was in a two-parent household and I had a very stable home that I was coming from. And going into preschool, I was just all about playing. I didn't even, I hated dolls, all of that. And I just wanted to like have fun. And the first time that I learned that I was different in the sense that it's something that should be seen as a weakness was when I came to school with this huge Afro and these white boys came, said to me, or they, I think they were just afraid of playing with me because my hair was so different to them. Oh. And those are things, I think for me, not that anybody asked me, but <laughs> if, I were to, if I were to, I guess, I guess, you know, have something or teach 
um, the next generation of young people is to not see difference yeah. as a threat yes. or as something that you can take advantage Correct. of, Correct. which I think that each and every one of us can relate to and honestly resonate with in our own ways. And if you are different, it doesn't make you lesser than mm. and it doesn't make you somebody that like i said can be taken advantage of i think that's something that i would love to see moving forward Mm -hmm. in the state of the strong oh i see what you (laughs) did there listen before we end it off we have a question that we like to to ask our guests um so i'm like i said earlier i'm sure there's a lot of people who want to follow in your pathway um i think you're an incredibly inspirational person so so what is your message of strength to the young south africans to mzanzi in general (laughs) Um, people who want to pick themselves up, who feel like they're, you know, stuck where they are. There's nothing else out there for them. Um, what is your message of strength? All right, I'll keep it short. Uh, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but I would say, you know, sometimes we're in situations, not because we choose to, but we're just born in certain situations. Uh, we dealt certain hands that got nothing to do with us. Yeah. But I, I want everyone to understand that you shouldn't allow those situations to define who you are. So, you may not have money, but your answer to get money may not need money. Yeah. A lot of us have skills and talents and God-given gifts that we don't utilize and we don't monetize. Mm. You know, they always say, start with what you have. Yeah. Uh, stop this thing of believing that you need a million rand uh, to be whatever it is. Uh, start small. Mm. Start with what you have. Don't be ashamed of hard work. Mm. If it means you you, you go sweep uh, the, the floors at a mall or whatever... To get your money, that's how you got to get your money. Mm. And that doesn't mean that that's what you're going to be your whole life. Mm. There are steps to life. There's, there's, there's levels to it. And you're not going to find out who you are mm. if you stay at home and you say, oh, my life sucks. Guys, I always say there's power in who you know, not what you know. Mm. And how are you going to know people? By going out there, mm. speaking, talking, connecting, helping each other. I just like the youth to understand that, oh, I feel the youth is quite entitled mm. compared to my growing up you know we, we i feel like we were like beaten to you know go work mm-hmm. i feel like there's a lot of self-gratification that's, that's that's wanted now you want the followers now we want the success now not people don't look at all the work that someone did to get to that point mm-hmm. no one looks at the the, the sleepless nights it's yeah. always no i posted my picture with the likes it doesn't work like that yeah. maybe we don't like you mm-hmm. you know <laughs> Maybe that's not for you. Yeah, I get, I, get you. I, I mean, we've got to be real yeah. about this. The way he said, people don't like <laughs> people you. Don't, uh, no, guys, no one, not everyone's going to like no, you. I'm, yeah. I'm used to it. I, like, guys, dude, man, <laughs> not everyone likes me. Yeah. I got people that look at me and I, I can see they're disgusted. Mm. Like, oh, ew, look at that girl. Why is his skin like that? Mm. You know, then you got people who are just intrigued. Like, oh my God, are you real? Like, like weird questions. Like, yeah. I, I can't say them now. I don't know what's the age restriction on this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, like, yeah. strange questions. And then you got people who are, like, genuinely interested. Like, oh, my gosh, your skin is so nice. How do you take care of it? So, it that's this life. Not everyone's going to be like, oh, wow, Simba, you're so handsome. Sure. No, that's not how it works. It's never going to work like that. Yeah. Understand? Yeah. People are going to hate your living guts for no reason. Mm. And be okay with that. Yeah. It's not, that's not your hate to deal with. Yeah. Focus on you. Oh, I love that. I love that very much. Love it. Love it a lot. I'm so I'm so sad we have to go. Yeah, me too. Uh, I was having too much fun. Can we can we Yeah, let's let's just Jonah join in. Take a moment. And this is the part where we we're gonna sing Kumbaya. Oh, let me get this mic on. We're we're, uh, not going to sing Kumbaya. 
but we're gonna feel it on the inside. Okay, I'm um, gonna do the outro like this. Oh, we're gonna do the outro like this. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll do it. Okay, firstly, Simba, thank you very much for joining us on the show. Thank you, thank really, you for inviting me. We actually had a, a really fun time. Yeah, um, he's um, a funny guy. You know, I've I've actually learned I've learned a lot. Next time, um, I have a pen here, guys, and some yeah, some, so, some heat. three pens for yeah, and then we cook and we see who can make three the best pens for her. We're gonna have to bring Jamie <laughs> Oliver because we know how she is. Yeah, yeah. she just let us know. Jeez. <laughs> Oh, she made this sound. Oh. oh my goodness. Listen, it was wonderful talking to you again as usual. It's always wonderful working with you. Um, why are you looking at me like that? I was just fixing my mic. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much for watching this episode of The State of the Strong. We had the wonderful Simba Kozo, the Thank amazing you. Lirai, and the handsome 2.0. Thank you. <laughs>